Hey y'all, it's me, it's T, the queen bee in the place to be. It's a brand new day. Happy day. I don't know if you are as excited as I am to just be in an amazing era, an amazing season of life seeing absolutely amazing things develop. I'm so excited. I do not even know what to do before I get ahead of myself. Allow me to welcome you once again to the Bold Journeys podcast. I am your host and it is my pleasure to be here. Listen, Shout out to Jesus, my homeboy. Where will we be without him? We we really just do not know. But I tell you this, I am so excited to be right here with you right now in this moment in time. There's no place that I would rather be. So... We are sailing right through season two, and I just absolutely love it. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again so much for taking the time to click on your girl, to listen to just a little bit of what is in my big mouth, my big heart, because I just want to show you love, and I hope you absolutely feel it. So just a reminder, in case you forgot It is Black History Month, and though I celebrate Black excellence all the time throughout the year, we do take extra special care to make note of great things that's going on in history and modern times in our community. So, For our Moment in Black History segment, I want to highlight a young lady who is just kicking butt all over the place. Anytime I see her face, anytime I see her name, I'm so quick to tune in, to click on it. I just need to see what she has to say. I need to understand what is going on in that brain of hers. I'm talking about none other than Angela Rye. This beautiful woman is not only the CEO and founder of Impact Strategies, which is a political advocacy firm right in D.C. that I call home. She's also a CNN political commentator and an NPR political analyst. She's been everywhere. You've seen her in the post. You've seen her on Marie Claire. You've seen her in Ebony. Literally everywhere, BET, CNN, NBC, HBO, TV1, MSNBC. She currently serves on boards of the Congressional Black Caucus Institute, the Congressional Black Caucus Political Action Committee, as well as other boards, her alma mater, Seattle University School of Law, as well as the Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. In fact, she has coined herself an empowerment tour. I'm so stealing that. Because as women, as young women, as young black women, 
who've chosen a life of service, who've chosen to live inside out and just walk in our purpose and live out our life. That is so important. So I absolutely do agree with Angela. I too am an empowerment tour. And in case you didn't know, Angela Rye also serves as served as the executive director and general counsel to the Congressional Black Caucus. And she, um, prior to that, served as a senior advisor and counsel to the House Committee on Homeland Security, which was under the leadership of Congressman Bernie G. Thompson. This is just a great young girl. And if you ever have the opportunity to hear her commentary on what's going on in D.C., what's going on in our urban communities all over the world, you will find that not only is she brilliant, not only is she sassy, she is just, she's an amazing girl. She really intrigues you and makes you think. So shout out to you, Angela. Keep on doing it. Keep on making black history today. And I hope to do the same thing myself. So that was just a quick moment in black history. I also want to share with you and bring back one of my favorite segments. Of course, a ministry moment. I just have to share with y'all the things that God just especially pings on my heart. When I get that burning just right in my chest, it's not from the many fried chicken wings (laughs) that I have partaken upon for the day or even for the week. It is because there is something special. There is something unique that the creator of the heavens and the earth is saying to us and when it makes me feel that warm and tingly feeling inside I know hey I need to get this out to the masses I can't keep this for myself I have to share it so it's like okay T get to it what are you even talking about in the ministry moment I just want to share with us a few things that my godfather shared with me and some things that I came across in reading and just really having like those personal aha moments. Y'all have heard me say this before, but I need you to take this deep down in your spirit. You are a winner. You are triumphant. You are not only enough, you are more than enough. You are more than a conqueror. So no matter what is going on before you right now, do know that anything that you don't like that's in front of you, you have the power to change it because changing is a decision. It's all about your thought pattern and your process. So if you yield to the creator, if you get into his flow and not try to drag him along with yours, you will have amazing life changing moments. When you yield and you say, you know what? Not my will, but your will, God, then you will realize that your life will be so much sweeter. The glory will flow through you and get to God. And that is all that he wanted. 
Because the fact of the matter is we are warring members. And it's so appropriate because I'm going to be talking about civil war in just a minute. That is the topic for today, if you were wondering. But there are two lives that are going on in each of us. The old life with the old thought patterns and old habits that are really no longer serving us. And then this new life, this abundant life, this life where dreams actually come true, where we make a change and impact people every day, where we walk out our purpose and we live in love and light. And so there's a war that's going on inside of each of us. But again, we have the power to make a choice every day. I said to uh, my girls in a discussion group that I created that I don't have bad days and I don't. There are things that happen that I don't like because there are people who have competing interests out here. Sometimes, unfortunately, those people are in my house. Hey, we just got to keep it all the way real. Sometimes those people are the politicians who are making big decisions and signing off on major paperwork that impacts my life. But I don't let bad days have me because I know that it is up to me, my outlook, what I choose to do each and every moment and each and every day. And I just choose to not subscribe to what is happening in the world. I don't subscribe to this cancel culture. I don't subscribe to this petty culture. I don't subscribe to this backbiting culture. I live in love and light. That's what I choose to do. I choose to show grace and compassion. And with that, I'm able still to have tough conversations. I'm getting ahead of myself because this is what I want to talk about today. I'm able to share inconvenient truths. I'm able to have real discussions with real people about real issues. And I want to give a special, special shout out to each and every one of you that has visited my website, to everyone who's listening today, and especially, especially, especially to the thousands of you who call yourself my Facebook friend, those of you that follow me on Instagram and my flagelling Twitter account. <laughs> Thank you so much. Whether you sent me a friend request or whether you accepted mine, I really appreciate you because those platforms I have chosen to be inside out, be upside down, not to just share memes that might be hurtful, discriminatory, or salacious, but to share motivational and inspirational messaging to help people, which is my business, which is my life, to help you, you, and you be brave and start out on your purpose discovery journey. I had to get still and think about what my real purpose was in a hospital bed. But you don't have to do that. You can look at what was very traumatic and crazy for me. You can look at what's going on around you and you can say, hey, let me think about my legacy. Let me think about what I want to leave behind and what I really want to do with my life. So not to prolong that, that is just a ministry moment from your girl. I wanted to share that heart to heart 
with you. I hope you really felt that. I hope you know that you are fully in control of your life. If you don't like what you see happening around you, change it. Change your thought patterns. Change your outlook. And do things differently. Because guess what? I got your back. And God's got your back. So, with that, let me also say, you all, my comment box, my inbox, my email box is always open to you. I have too many emails. They're all public. But the best way to reach me is at thehealedgirl at gmail.com. That's thehealedgirl at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. Tell me what you would like for me to cover on the show. What's crazy going in the news and entertainment that you want to hear my lovely, blessed opinion on? Let me know. What do you like about the show? What do you say, Auntie? You know what? You could actually lose that. Let me know. We may chop it up about it, okay? So, (laughs) let me do. Y'all know I'm all about jokes, all about comedy. I live for it. So, I'm thinking quite seriously about starting a full segment of what TK says those of you that know me very well and have known me for quite some time will know that I'm a huge fan of comedian TK Kirkland that is my boy were things very different and life had taken a very different path TK and I definitely could have been husband and wife no shade at all to you babe shout out Mr. Bolden I love you so much babe (laughs) But TK is my boy. He literally says the things that I'm thinking. And he does it with, like, he definitely has down pat the righteous and the ratchet. Because, I mean, he is straight hood and he is, like, old school hood. And I just love it. But anyway, I saw a clip um, of an old show that TK did. (laughs) Excuse me. And he, he always talks about women, fashion, hair, all of those things. So, of course, he had a joke about a young lady that he was entertaining one night (laughs) who had on a wig, unbeknownst to him. So, he shares what TK said. This is what TK said. He comes out of the shower. You know, he's ready to get down to business. He's entertaining his young lady. And he... (laughs) He says that the lady that is sitting on the couch is a different lady than he brought home with him that night. So he's ready to pull his gun out on her. He's cussing. She's cussing. She's like, hold on. What's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, listen, you don't get to be two different people in one night. So he said, this chick, speaking of identity, he's saying that this chick was a whole other person with the hair on. He ain't know who she was when she took the hair off. And listen, my response was this. Anything that anybody can do, I can do with a wig on. Hello, I'm talking about beach. I'm talking about swimming. I'm talking about shower. I'm talking get down to the business in the bedroom. Hello, the wig will stay in place and stay on, okay? There is methods. There's levels to this. So y'all need to get like me. Stop playing. I was so, first of all, it was just funny. Anybody knows his accent, his demeanor is just hilarious. So to hear him tell the story, which I'm not even doing justice, but he's like, oh, girl, you can't be two different people in one night. Okay. So he didn't know who she was when she took her hair off. And my question is like, girl, what was you doing that you felt like you had to take your hair off? 
what was going on honey where was the clips where was the bobby pins what was happening with you but anyway i'm not gonna be late for that but do not come for us wig and weave queens honey because listen i pride myself I can be anybody that I want to be any day during the week. Listen, but guess what? The heart is still the same. All right. So it's all love. Shout out TK. That is my boy. And then let me just share. I'm introducing too many new segments today, but y'all just rock with me and do this because I love y'all so much. So I, it's always so much that I want to share, but I also know that I'm not getting ready to have like no 50 and 55 minute segments. It's not like I'm teaching a class, right? Right. So another new segment. I have to see. Maybe I'll switch off with these, y'all. Y'all let me know. Again, y'all email me. Hit me up. Leave a comment and everything. And share this with your friends too. Hit the share button. Download. Do me that favor. For real. So another segment that I am definitely going to have on a regular basis, if not every week, you'll definitely hear it again. Gotta share what auntie says, because my aunts, first of all, are hilarious. I'll have to see if I can get a couple of them to join me on the show. I love these ladies so much. My mom has four blood sisters and they are my world. I love these ladies so much. I shared a little bit last week, just a little bit. It was so much going on um, in the identity series, which we're just taking a pause. I'm not fully convinced that I'm done with that. We did three segments and the last segment was the aunties and what they just a few things like little gems that have carried me throughout my life that they've shared with me so one particular aunt speaking of wigs one particular aunt one day last week you know i'm saying um greeting her and everything and i'm actually getting ready to head out and she knows that i'm headed to an event and i turn around i'm like i love you I turn around to leave. She like, well, is you going to comb that wig? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I thought I would lay in her floor. I screamed. I'm thinking I'm looking cute. Like, I know my eyebrows is in place. I know my jewelry is in place. I know my lips is popping. Everything looking good, honey. But Auntie had to check me real quick. She said the wig was not right. So I had to get it together, honey. I didn't even have no comb or no brush. I had to borrow a pick from her, honey. But guess what? I picked the back of that wig out and I made sure I was looking right. I said, is it better? She said, oh, yes, baby. That's much better. <laughs> That's much better. I said, oh, my God. But guess what? She held me together. She held me down and made sure I wasn't in these streets looking crazy. So I done made this a cobbled together episode with all of the segments that is cutting into my time of what I wanted to share today. But that could be for the better. I believe that there is purpose in everything and everything happens for the reason. So let me just spend a few minutes talking about literally the biggest, the most annoying, the ongoing, never ending saga that it has become of Gail King slash Oprah Winfrey versus Kobe Bryant slash black men all over the world slash black people. You know what? First of all, 
I am definitely sick of talking about this. When I tell you I've been talking about this, reading about this, posting about this all weekend. And I'm saying posting. I have purposefully not reposted things that Snoop, Ricky Smiley, um, and others have said. It's been a lot of men. Like, the black men really, really felt some type of way. I'm talking about D.L. Hughley. Bill Bellamy, Michael Eric Dyson, so many have made it their business to respond and go public with these um, commentaries. I'll leave it at that. So let me give a quick thing and then I want to talk about what I feel is the deeper issue and the more important overarching issues. So yes, the question of criminal allegations when you have a young man who was just tragically taken from us not only him but his teenage daughter suddenly without warning and the fact that the body is barely cold the funeral has not taken place and in an interview where you're speaking to a very good friend of his who've known him for over 20 years to question someone about their criminal past so soon when it is like immediately fresh. I feel like journalism be dog. I feel like that is completely distasteful and inappropriate. And again, I've been having conversations about this for the last four, probably five or six days. And so I thought about it in two different ways. I thought about it, somebody who I have come to revile, if that's the word that I want to use, not hate. I don't have hate in my heart for anyone, but I really have an utter, utter distaste for, you know it, R. Kelly. And I was speaking with a friend and she brought that up, not even as a point to me, but just in general, someone with a troubled past, what type of interviews would be given upon his death. And you know what? You all know I did multiple segments, multiple full episodes about R. Kelly's troubles, his victims, who I do believe I'm still firmly in the mute R. Kelly Um indict R. Kelly, convict R. Kelly camp. I'm still squarely there. Even with that, if R. Kelly was to pass today or tomorrow and Gail King was to give the same interview, I would still say that that in that time frame is inappropriate, distasteful, and poor timing. And even with him, because the fact that so many interviews have been had, we have made the decision. The federal officials have brought charges. So he'll have his day. Justice will happen. That's just, that's not appropriate. And so we have to show some grace and we have to show some compassion. That's why 
in addition to being an empower mentor, I absolutely consider myself not only a culture critic, but absolutely a culture warrior. I'm at war with the idea that we should be cutting each other down, beating each other up, that we should continue this crabs in a barrel, that we will pull one another down, step on someone else's head so that we can ourselves get ahead. No, we are to boost each other's up. We shouldn't be stepping on each other's toes, feet, or heads, but we can boost each other up on one another's shoulders. We can hoist each other up, giving each other a hand up and a leg up, and of all the commentaries, I'm not even going to try to remember who said what, but someone said, and it's absolute wisdom, how ironic is it that when we are calling someone to the carpet for what we say is inappropriate and disrespect, that we would in turn to those debts and links disrespect them and say such inappropriate things. I agree. How ironic. It's no different than the bonnet moms that will come up to the school and she wants to check a teacher or maybe another parent or even a student who she feels has wronged her child. And then she, in turn, acts completely out of character. She's disrespectful. She's inappropriate. And many times has caused the child more embarrassment, hurt, and harm with her actions than the initial offense. So that is what I would like to counsel us to avoid. And it's completely avoidable. And guess what? Someone else said, opinions are like buttholes. We all have them. And guess what? We're all entitled to have them, but we're not all entitled to share them or to have others to share and agree with them. So what you saying, T? I'm saying sometimes we can just keep those things to ourselves. And this is what I want to say even more. This is what I want to say, because there are scores and scores of black men who are hurt and angry behind this tragedy. They do have those undealt with feelings of black men who have been lied on, who have been falsely accused of sexual assault. That's a very slippery slope. I will say that I practice believing women because I believe much, much, much more often than not, women are telling the truth. And much, much more often than not, women do not even report. So the cases that come to light that happen to be false, I do believe are rare. But I do absolutely share that they're completely unfair. And to have that stamp, to have that label, to have that on your record, for the rest of your life that is detrimental so i'm not straddling the fence but i absolutely understand both sides of that so i do understand where that anger and that hurt comes from i do understand that it's further complicated by the fact that the question was asked by a black woman that we maybe felt that we could trust And I'm not saying that I no longer trust her. I'm just saying 
then I take it with a grain of salt and then people make choices and people make mistakes so I also read something someone posted that they aren't accepting any apologies in 2020 children make mistakes and adults make choices I think that's a little bit harsh Yes, adults make choices. And sometimes it's not until after the fact, it's not until backlash and heat comes down that they realize that that was a poor choice. Many, many times people do the best that they can with what they have. The information, the set of circumstances, the goals that they have at the time. And sometimes a thing has to play out. Sometimes it has to fall completely apart for it to fall together, for it to be understood that, hey, you know what? That was a poor move. I do agree with what someone else said that a real apology needs to be shared. I do agree that it was not taken out of context. I do not feel like a 90 second segment versus the full five minutes and more talk about the legacy. I don't don't think that changed anything that was said. I do not. I do appreciate what Lisa Leslie said. And I do even appreciate having a fair and balanced conversation and wanting to speak about the past and the history and hopefully highlighting more what has taken place since then. So there's a lot to that, a lot of layers, but I'm going to talk more about this not this issue but the fact of this civil war that has happened in the black community i think now is absolutely the time to have the conversation because we are in an election year people and while we are talking about what gail king and oprah winfrey have and have not done against black men and the black community at large we need to talk about the quickest most efficient and surefire way to get the current occupant of the white house and send him home send him home we do not need him at the helm We do not need him with his fingers on anybody's button, on anybody's Twitter, on anybody's document and legislation. We don't need that. We need to talk about the fact that your uncle, your pastor, or your auntie may have helped him get there we need to talk about that we need to be active in our local elections we need to be talking to our neighborhood commissions our city council our mayors our governors all the way through we need to be fired up and ready to go ready to get someone fired ready to bring in the new blood the new regime that's what we got to do y'all that is what we have got to do but with that let me just remind you that i'm here to help i'm here to spread not only love motivation inspiration but education whenever i can 
And this and each and every episode of Bold Journeys has been brought to you by the lovely people over at T-Bold Media. <clears throat> that is my crew. You can visit tboldmedia.com to get all of your resources. You can link to all of my social media there. My email is there for you. You can also get some really, really good reading motivational materials. You can grab a copy of Journal for Your Journey to get your faith shifted and moving in the right direction. You can get a copy of Induction to Power to get your mindset shifted and going in the right direction. You can get both copies of both books in an amazing power bundle that also comes with a cute little T-Bow Media bookmark. You can get all of that and more, y'all, right there at tboldmedia.com. Of course, you can also link to The Hill Girl. We have weekly prayers where we share and go all over the globe, reaching those heights with our faith. And please, y'all, just remember, if you haven't got the impression, if you don't get it, let me just say again, I'm rooting for you. Because I know you've got something in you. You just got to work it out of you. And you can do it. I know you can. So rock it out. Rock with purpose and light. And guess what? Meet me back right here next week. MeCast Mondays are in full swing. We got more new episodes coming to you. Bold Journeys Podcast with me, your host, T the Queen Bee. Until then, holla.